Um, this next is um, a piece about when I met Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Um, I, I started this log, and it says 10:01 a.m., May 25th, 2016. It's a Wednesday. There, that should save anyone like me from having to look on a calendar after seeing the date. Like, I often find myself doing that when I see dates and things, like May 25th, and I'm like, hmm, I wonder what day that was. You know, like, it really matters, you know. We were in Espanola. We had a late start, since I hate mornings. I was almost killed by two planks on the highway that were driving the same car. They maintained speed until the lane I was about I was in was about 300 meters from closing. Do the right thing, okay? Speed up or let me in. Maintain your speed so I don't need to rest my cruise control. Apparently, this was the first time she'd ever been on a highway, and I'm aware of the fact that you need firsts in life, but not when you almost end my life. I only went into one rage spasm, which is remarkable for me. Some bonehead was going 70 in a 90 zone, then 65, then 50, then 80, then 42. And, and then I, I, I prayed, I prayed to the heavens for strength. And I said, please, Lord, please let this arse run off into a ditch. But unfortunately, God only influences the outcome of football games. My prayer was unanswered. So I sit here amongst a bunch of tourist folk from God knows where. I have an OJ and a little Tim Hortons sandwich. I can't smoke due to the non-smokers in the car, and I would hate to flick a cigarette miss and have my girlfriend's daughter catch on fire. It'd be an awkward trip for the rest of the way. Put a damper on our relationship. I already spit out the window. Out the window. Quote, out the window. I got some on her. I got some on the seat and the back window, so that's trips. I'm that good. After this sandwich and another cigarette, we head out. What city we will stop before our destination in Smith Falls, Ontario is a mystery at this point. All I know that is if there is a truck stop, I do not want to get molested by a trucker who's been on the road too long. Only time will tell. Espinola, two and a half hours in. 1.56 p.m. We arrived in Perry Sound. Five hours to go after a lunch and a pee. Five more hours instead of three thanks to a dick GPS. Next up... Smith Falls, Ontario. So we eventually made it, and this was the first trip that my girlfriend and I had actually survived together. We planned it for an entire year, saving cash and planning what was to be the greatest road trip of all time. And it was good, and I did have fun, but there were a lot of things I could have done differently, such as um, skip going to Montreal altogether. And I've heard great things about Montreal. Everyone says it's so beautiful and I need to go. But really, all I saw were like, corporate buildings and a landmark of and land of like trademarks and advertising and every beautiful scenery shot quote unquote I took of that city had something to do with advertising or selling shit it's really a sad place to go and it actually really blows I asked the majority of people if they all spoke French you know and everyone said like a different thing and they were like oh lots of French but lots of English so after nearly killing three dudes who walked right behind me you know walked behind a car with lights on to tell them, you know, I'm in reverse. I, I asked this man if I could park where I was, and he was like, no paka, no paka. So I was like, all right, you know, I need to endure this bullshit traffic some more. 
And uh, I said, yeah, I don't, I don't speak French. And he, he replied if I came to Montreal that I had to know French. And of course I was able to understand what he said because he was speaking in English. Uh, you know, like, well, les fuck the you, you know. Everyone who said Montreal was great, I soon realized that they flew there on a plane and they took cabs everywhere. I can imagine if they had driven in that city, they, they would say different. It was it was bumper to bumper, there was honking everywhere. I ran two red lights, apparently. Uh, I couldn't understand it. I was cut off by a bus, so I cut him off and I slammed the brakes when I almost ran my third red light, my third alleged red light, and he was not impressed, and eventually, you know, I, I stopped caring, I stopped caring, I wasn't being a dick, as if the rules no longer applied to me, but I figured that Ontario driving wasn't going to cut it, so I'd swerve in and out, and I'd cut people off, and it was, it was awful, and uh, when we finally found a parking spot, my taste of the big city life began, and we had to walk and walk and walk. And when we walked to where we had to walk, we had to walk more. And I got dirty looks. I got dirty looks everywhere I went. People would stare at me and they would speak French and laugh and stare again. And it was like high school all over again in a different language. You know, I couldn't defend myself if I couldn't understand what was being said, right? Uh, Ottawa was different. Um, there, there were, there's two shit brick houses that were checking on my girl and classic baffling of how did he get her? And I'm used to that and I don't get offended. She's a beautiful girl and she's going to get admired. I just let them take in the view and ponder their question of how did he get her? But you know, and besides Cody, you know, we, we called him Cody because, you know, I didn't formally introduce myself. He could kill me with one punch. This guy was huge. But uh, they say it isn't size. If if I happen to have a lead pipe and land the first blow to the back of his head, all this steroid use mixed with weightlifting would have done jack shit for the guy. Nobody looked at me. Nobody started to laugh. Or nobody stared at me and laughed. And no dirty looks. And besides the whole Cody situation, I mean, there there are many suits walking around in their cell phones, with briefcases in their hands, making useless fucking business deals and thinking they were higher up than others. But I felt more like at home in the nation's capital, and I wanted to find Parliament just so I could urinate all over it, but uh, I didn't. Being arrested really fucks up your plans. Anyway, we walked the streets of Montreal, and it was kind of like when you see New York on TV and in the movies, and everyone is doing something different, going somewhere else. It was it was, it was, was mayhem, and even though I was in Canada still, I, I held my shopping bag close. You know, I, I didn't, like, I don't know about purse snatchers or you know i don't i didn't even know if some guy was was out that day um just touching random people's bums so i decided you know like i have to protect myself <sighs> so after walking a bit uh and growing weary of that shit real fast we, we stopped in front of this hotel and we we uh, we were like, where do we go? Where do we go? And I was like, I'll handle this. I'll handle this. So I started pointing around, and I was like, let's find something, you know, like a, like, like a tourist. And sure enough, the doorman approached us with a very, very heavy French accent. He was like, may I help you find something? And I was like, yes, he spoke English. I, I was, oof. He was a very good-looking man named uh, Alelian or something like that. And we were unsure of how to pronounce his name. And we didn't want to be disrespectful. So we we just called him Aladdin, and uh, I was like, "Yeah, man, we're we're looking for for anything." 
So Aladdin pointed us to this shopping thing a couple minutes away, and uh, we stopped for a pee and headed to, to, to Subway, which turned out to be my first real brush with Montreal. And uh, I, I don't know how do you say cold cut in French, les cut combo de à la cold, or I, I don't know. I asked the employee bluntly, I was just like, do you speak English? And she said, very little. I was like, great. I'll take an O, or whatever water is in French, you know. I asked for a cold cut, a uh, basic sandwich at Subway, I didn't want to complicate things, but she couldn't understand me, right? So eventually, after a minute of, like, terrible charades, this other girl came on, she translated, and when she asked what kind of bread I wanted, in French, of course, but I understood what she meant because, you know, she was she was pointing to it, right? And uh, I replied with a lick of confidence. I was like, Blanche? So it turns out my, my fourth grade education in French was really failing me in this everyday life situation. And uh, I couldn't even order a damn sandwich from Subway. And she looked at me like I had a baby growing out of my face. But uh, the topping part, well, that was easy. I pointed and, you know, she pointed and then I'd shake my head yes or no. And when I went to ask for mayo, I found myself quickly adapting to the language. And I said, mayo and eggs. And for some unknown reason, my brain told me to say it in like a French accent. You know, it was like, talk the way they do. Adapt. Fit in. You got this. But when I said it, I sounded like very sarcastic and like I was mocking their language. And, and then I laughed nervously and I tried to like cut the tension. You know, I was like, oh, why did I say that? I better touch up on my Francais. And and that's when she gave me like the dirtiest look of all dirty looks. I guess nothing pisses off a French speaking individual more than when some schmucky English smartass uses the word Francais instead of French. Not speaking much English herself, she couldn't understand my weak attempt to cover up my borderline racist tone of voice or whatever. I just sighed and uh we left. The homeless street signs there were amazing, though. I gotta say that. Um, unlike my city of spare change, anything helps kind of deal, these signs had a lot of character. And my favorite was, I bet you a dollar you will read this sign. And I thought that was pretty clever, so I gave the girl a dollar, and I told her I loved her sign, and I kept reading it over and over again and paying my debt. And so after I lost about 100 bucks uh, on the sign bet there, we started to explore some more, and we found a mall-type dealie, and we decided to, like, walk to it, right? After a while, we ended up in this soap store that I couldn't bear. My eyes burned and all that stuff, and I decided to walk to the gift shop a little ways out, down the hall, or down the, yeah, down the hall there, and it, it turns out it was just a mirror reflection from the first floor. And, and I headed back, and some, some guy approached me, and he fired rapid French at me. And I looked confused to signal that I couldn't understand him. And then he got more aggressive. And he said whatever it was that he said again. Because, you know, if you don't understand a language, you can easily just get screamed at. And then you'll magically comprehend it, right? So, being an asshole back was something that I really wanted to do at this point. So I said, uh, tangerine bus fare for clowns to get to college. Take a left on scrambled eggs. You know, and then he walked away, as did I, you know, and he was muttering in French, probably calling me an asshole or some shit, but the cool thing was not many understood the conversation, at least that's what I assumed, right? Like, I could have been standing there and, you know, talking, describing like a gruesome murder, as long as we both smiled, they'd think we were telling a cute story about Mama or something, or, 
And I didn't, though, because the girl at the video game store said, they understand, make them speak English. And I don't want anybody to draw conclusions. You know, I'm a small town Ontario boy who's in a big city. So if you like that shit, by all means, head into the streets that seem like going through a mosh pit in order to find a fucking toilet to piss in. I, I can honestly say personally, I don't, I don't care for that. Um, my suggestion is that if you do go to Montreal, spend the money and fly there. And it'll save you a huge headache if you're used to actual, like, like moving traffic and parking lots. There was no parking lots. You just park on the street and pay hourly for it. Montreal is a huge paid parking lot with, like, buildings and houses, and it drove me fucking crazy. Like, eat a dick, Quebec. I did learn something, which is good, because I believe in education. I, I learned that I need to be a better person from this, uh, you know, just in case. I need to pan options here and the possibilities. Like, what if what people see is true and that there is a hell? And then, since I become, like, a pro at sinning, and like, on purpose and accidentally, I'll probably end up going there. So what if I mentally prepare myself for hell, like the agony, the fire, and the brimstone, and can actually train myself to survive and adapt? Then I get there and check in, and some horned fellow checks to make sure I'm on the list, and he opens the door, boots me in with his hoof, and laughs and slams the door. As I turn around, I see this big sign that reads, Bienvenue à Montreal, sinner. Oh. Luckily, the hotel in Smith Falls where I was staying had a Bible, and, uh, a Bible in which I probably should have brushed up on instead of making myself coffee just because it was complimentary. I don't I don't want anybody to think that this is all negative shit, so I'll throw some positive into this. Um, despite the bullshit that I endured in Montreal, there was one thing I did love about it, and it was getting the fuck out of Montreal. Um, but not all was lost on this trip. I bought, broke, and fixed a fishing rod from Walmart in Ottawa all in one day. Uh, it took wrong turns, it ended up being right, which I played off as I meant to do that moment, and we got beaver tails, and my girlfriend had never had one, and she's, I said she just had to, and, uh, because of my awesome ability to take an extreme premature turn, and my inability to read a GPS, she ended up getting one, and, uh, she was able to browse the outlet that she wanted to at the exact same time, and did I mention in Montreal it, it poured well it did and and i'm talking i'm like i'm i'm done talking about this place but but seriously fuck you montreal um beaver tails in ottawa or outside of ottawa they're awesome and that's the thing i love about road trips you know never knowing exactly where the fuck you are and it adds adventure and fun and and the only time it becomes a pain in the ass is when you need a tow truck but uh, beaver tails rock if you ever think to yourself, like, I'd really love to be sticky right now and get diabetes at the same time, then get yourself a fucking beaver tail. It's it's a delicious multitasker of food. I, I, I'm not lying to you. So anyway, we spent uh, our last day fishing. It was hot as hell, and we caught two fish. Mine was a bass, weighing in at a whopping almost a pound, and it almost snapped my piece of shit rod in half. Quality product there. Great work, Walmart. And then a pike was caught that I flipped off, and not sure why, I just hate pike. I'd punch a pike in the face and feel nothing about it, but uh, fish smell like shit to me, and I don't want fishy knuckles, so I didn't do it. And we tried to go fishing again, but I spent the majority of the time fixing the kids' rods that were tangled, and I was getting pretty good at it. And then it got super dark, and it was crazy difficult to see, so in my next life, I think I'll come back as a bat, just in case I want to do some night fishing. 
The only problem is it's hard for a bat to buy beer, so I may think on that one. We never went bowling, uh, even though there's a bowling alley right across the parking lot. And uh, I didn't even know they existed anymore, bowling alleys. And we also never did laundry at the laundromat that was next to the bowling alley. And it was a lost opportunity. It was on our to-do list, yet sadly it, was, it somehow got ignored. And uh, my girlfriend's cousin, who I met for the first time, treated us to dinner um, on our last night. And I had one of the best cheeseburgers I've had, um, well, for the sake of this story, ever. Anyway, um, these guys did not fool around. Along with the draft beer, my heart almost, like, exploded with joy. It was so great. And two meals she had involvement in, neither she ate at. After driving 12 hours, once again, thank you, GPS, I sat down to meet and eat with this woman who ordered a lone club soda and I just wondered the whole time if she had any taste buds because she seemed to be enjoying this glass of club soda and something I didn't, you know, I didn't see it as something that seemed right. Something was off, it was almost as if she didn't realize she was drinking club soda. Uh, but uh, even after the trip has ended, uh, I still ponder how she was able to stomach it, let alone enjoy it, and she made a comment to me that if there's no water and I was thirsty, I'd drink it. Well, that's a jumble, maybe. Like, in a dire life-or-death situation, yeah, I'd probably drink it, but I'd never order at a restaurant on purpose, you know, especially with Coke and menu on the, or Coke and Pepsi on the menu, right? Like, why, why even have club soda in Canada? It sounds so American, you know? Canadian folks don't go to the club. We go to the bar. We don't drink soda. We drink pop. And so I figured if it originated in the States, not Canadianing up would be a, a wise choice. Somehow ordering a bar pop sounds, you know, something. It sounds like something you pay extra for a hooker to perform to you. Um, the name I'm actually okay with. Um, but to make things even more confusing, there was a lemon in it. Like. Like the the, the the fuck What's all this shit craze with lemons and limes And all that stuff Where, where did this come from You know it, it needs to be stopped If you're thirsty as hell you never reach for a lime I'm, I'm just saying that You you never reach for a lemon either And you, you don't Don't even try arguing me on this Because no you don't And you, you never once have said that you were thirsty And then started squeezing lemon juice and shit In your mouth and then became refreshed And no, but yet you'll throw it in water and it's a fucking hero, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's like lemons are sour and they taste like citrus diarrhea. Yes, yes, they do. Don't fight me on this. The sooner you admit it, the better you'll feel, okay? Lemon cannot make water more refreshing. Water is the most refreshing shit there is. Like, leave it alone. Dropping juice from a sour fruit right into it can can how does it you can't possibly improve it and if it does then you need to explain how water has no taste it tastes like pure it tastes like nothing a lemon is sour so if you insist that if you drop a sour juice into something that has no flavor and call it refreshing then i need a fucking explanation and and if it's so refreshing to you my pro lemon friends why is it if lemonade is botched you think it's gross and all that, and you describe it as, wait for it, watery. Same people who like slices of lemon in a glass of water. Same people. So if you find a lemon slice in your water refreshing, what's your fucking issue with watery lemonade, huh? Jesus Christ, people. Like, make some fucking sense, would you? The point is, um, we made it back home, and uh, we had a long haul, 
and uh, it was a hell of a trip. I wouldn't change anything we did, but uh, I would never do Montreal again, ever, ever, ever. But uh, we did have fun, and I made it. Survived another country like Quebec.